So Chance, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Diamond, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's chase these threads. So if you have been under a rock, if you have been um, just fucking (laughs) already cussing, Um, (laughs) if you have been just a hermit, not doing shit, then maybe you haven't heard about the shit that went down at Harper's Bazaar. (laughs) The icons party. Icons. Giving us iconic moments already. Yes! (laughs) So, of course, we got to start the first show off talking about that. Mm -hmm. So, this segment is called Trinkets, where we take some kind of hot topic and choose a trinket that has to do with that hot topic and explore the situation through that item. This week's trinket is the red shoe Bartier cardi throwing her shoe <laughs> at miss Nicki minaj <laughs> so what kind of shoe was it at first so first miss miss cardi had on a full dolce and gabbana look um if i remember correctly it was like lace red lace and ruffles mm-hmm. top to bottom and then the shoe was this patent leather thick chunky heel mm-hmm. i mean she really wanted to like hurt somebody <laughs> <laughs> She was really trying to take Nikki out. I mean, it's cute. I don't love an ankle strap personally. Mm-hmm. And it's real heavy on the ankle strap. Right. And heavy on the platform. But I think she's 4'9", maybe. Yeah. She's very short. She's very little. So I guess she needed it. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you know, as good I, as a weapon. The thing about Cardi is, for me, her fashion, you know, she can really be hood. Mm-hmm. But she do, does taste take some risk like yeah. she'll pull out something that i'm like like when she was at like the oscars when she was at the grammys when she was at certain things it's like mm, she really knows how to fashion it up when it's yeah. time to fashion it up. even this past year when she really hit it off she was kind of mm-hmm. hiding her pregnancy a little bit right and she wore a lot of um moschino and a lot of jeremy scott stuff mm-hmm. but it really I mean, I could tell she was hiding something right there, but it still looked good. She was still fashion forward. Everything right. was cute still, I feel like. So are you team Cardi or are you team Nikki? I'm 100% team Cardi. <laughs> what? <Yes. laughs> I can't believe that's surprising. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I am, I don't, I'm not on team anybody. I'm team Cardi because, you know, it's something about a ratchet ass chick that Mm -hmm. getting her life and being successful and living her dream that really fucking does it for me yeah i'm i agree i think cardi is i i just think she's so accessible like Mm -hmm. ever since she came out and some people don't like that yeah not being accessible is old hollywood old school that's true kind of like our conversation about beyonce Uh uh-huh i i like it i like feeling like i could drive down to taco bell and she's sitting there waiting on me mm. and we're just gonna hop out to right. the galleria afterwards like, <laughs> right. i just love her i think she's so good and nikki i feel like so really getting into this feud for a second okay nikki to me are getting into the shoe throwing incident uh-huh. cardi she's really about it like she saw nikki and was like oh let's go and then nikki was like i'm standing right here i'm behind security and i feel like nikki always has so much to say but then there's an argument of, well, she knows how to play the game. And she knows this is not the place for this type of altercation. Right. That's true. And I I, I think I'm that girl because I'm <laughs> ratchet as fuck. And I'll, I'll wear you out and I'll do what I need to do. But if you catch me at work, you might, somebody looking might yeah. be like, oh, she might be a She's soft. Yeah. She's soft. <laughs> da, 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 da. But I'm the bitch at a clock out on you. I mean, I <laughs> would have fully ran away. Like, so I'm not judging her. Are you like, <laughs> just, no. Yeah. I mean, neither one of them are for me in the moment. <laughs> but I just feel like Nikki, she talks a lot of smack. And I wish I, she would have backed it up just a little bit. Just a mm, little bit. I don't. I, at this. But <sighs> she doesn't need to. She doesn't no, owe it to anybody. And then in front of the good wife of. <laughs> In front of his Anna Wintour. I don't know. It, it's kind of, I don't know. Do we want to be invited back? Yo, like, come on. Like, it's it's a time and a place. I was, like, I appreciate the mindset of it's a time and a place. And yeah. I also appreciate the mindset of 
I'm so wretched that I'll pop off anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, See, I like that. I like that time. But I also was reading, because you know, I'm very into astrology. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is such a Sagittarius thing for Nikki to do, to bait people and just get them ready to pop off. And then they look crazy, which like, I feel like that's what she's done this whole time. It's like, she has purposely set these little traps for that she knew Cardi would fall into and then set her up in the biggest moment to be like, look at this poor ratchet girl well so she did have a uh, some interesting points on um queen radio, queen radio. Mm-hmm. did you listen snippet it. so i just keep hearing her scream and cockroaches boom <laughs> to freedom <laughs> boom that's all i can hear how did she think she is <laughs> harry Tubman, taking the kids of freedom <laughs> but um you know cardi has said some problematic things oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know being an afro-latina woman exactly and i think that's the mm-hmm. very interesting thing that nikki is saying and azalea banks we've kind of talked about her yeah she's before. you know she hates her yes but they're azalea particularly her thing is kind but, of like uh, cardi wait, is wait, wait, not... to be fair azalea hates everybody <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> and i think everybody hates her <laughs> but their whole thing is cardi is not black and for her to be See, I have a problem with that. Speaking Afro-Latina people are black. Afro-Latina people are black. What so exactly same. is her background? So she is, what the fuck, Dominican mm-hmm. and something else. All I've heard her claim is Dominican. Okay, so but but Dom- it's still Afro-Latina. It's, yeah, still Afro-Latina. She's black. That's like that's. That's just what it is. It's just she's from Latin heritage, motherfucker. It ain't. It ain't even like this whole thing that they're not black. Yeah. Now there is some nuance there. There is some things that, um, you know, there's some some Latina people that uphold mm-hmm. white supremacy mm-hmm. <laughs> and colorism. They are thinking about colorism. Yes, yes, definitely. So, so there is some problematic things that she has said in her past. But I don't not consider her black. Dominican and Trinidadian. Which Isn't is black as fuck. Nikki Trinidadian? Nikki is Trini. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I don't consider her not black. Like, her hair too nappy. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I see her, I see... A light-skinned black girl. Mm-mm. You know what you see. I see a Latina girl. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't get that at all. Yeah. I see a light-skinned black girl. I see a Latina girl from the Bronx. Okay. Talking in that vernacular and that oh, yes, affectation. Yes. Yeah, but... okay. I can run with that. But she has said some problematic things. Mm-hmm. So, And then I felt like Nikki for a long time was keeping quiet about stuff. And then now that her album out, she's talking. I don't know. I feel... I don't know. I guess I'll just... I also don't like her album that much. So I'm like, you doing all this talking and your bop saying they're good. See, I it was a bop to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I um, I I like people who write. I like rappers who write themselves. You think she does? Absolutely. Well, yeah, because it's the same rap over and over again in every song. So I guess she does. The shade of it I all. really didn't think I was such a hater until this mic popped out. And now I'm like, let's go after Nicki Minaj. <laughs> the shade of it all. No! She... I, I mean, rappers to me is a sport mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. have to, in order you for you Cardi to have writes credit, her own rap. Hell, fuck no. Because you think she's too dumb. <laughs> no, I don't think that she is dumb. That wouldn't be the language that I would use. Uh-huh. I don't feel she is. <sighs> I don't know how what to say. <laughs> up lost for words um i don't think she's dumb i think that she just doesn't have that skill i don't Mm -hmm. think she has the vocabulary and word usage Mm -hmm. and finesse with the english language to be that skilled i think that's the best way to say it so i think that's what's interesting about this whole nikki cardi thing too is there is now nikki is a full-blown millionaire now uh-huh i don't wouldn't say cardi is yet yes she is really yeah but i do think there's still a different level of class class is not the right word but nikki's at a totally different level than cardi is and that's an interesting thing to see how this plays out whereas 15 years ago i think nikki was cardi then uh-huh and then 
Kim was yeah reading. And to see her kind of like, I, I mean, I guess she's not openly judging her for that. Mm-hmm. But to kind of see how she's navigating now being the boss, the top, uh-huh. and how she's treating Cardi is interesting to me. Because my rub with Nikki has always been, you are you are amazing like you're an amazing rapper she plays she is the patriarchy is so ingrained in her okay okay let's Mm -hmm. you do and i know that rap is about being the best Mm -hmm. but as a woman i wish that she would pull everyone else up around her instead of being like, I can be the only one. Y'all are all my sons. I am. I did this for y'all. Is there truth in that? A hundred percent. particularly for her speaking about Cardi, but she just, mm. I hate that she only sees the other male, male rappers as her, her competition. And she doesn't even recognize female rappers. And now that Cardi is here, she's so threatened that she is ripping her to shreds. I don't know. I, I, I just would have to disagree. I feel <laughs> like that. I don't think that's necessarily, I think patriarchy is what's making you judge her like that. Honestly, explain. We're gonna talk about Serena <laughs> later. Serena later okay, in the show, <laughs> and um, I think that when a woman performs like a man, mm. people look and say, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, you should be more ladylike. You should be more nurturing and open to all." But nobody is telling these dudes. Because we know men are trash. I expect more from Nikki because I love Nikki. No. I know it doesn't sound like I love love Nikki. (laughs) I expect more from women because... Women and y'all as a whole? Yes, because I love and cherish women and men are trash and I know that they're not going to lift anybody up. That's nice to say, but if this is the game, the game is to be number one on top and yeah. this 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 culture, hip-hop culture, is to say I'm the best and mm-hmm. you niggas is my sons... And ain't nobody telling the niggas, oh, you should be kumbaya. That's but true. when I say that I'm a woman, mm, I got to be kumbaya cause, just because I got a pussy. I retract my statement, <laughs> but she was still number two. And she was talking about punching Travis Scott in the face. Yeah. She wild. She yeah. wild. You just accept that L. <laughs> just accept that L, Nikki. It's cool. Anyway, so we hope that um, this mess calms down and we get to battling with the music because I do. I, I I I I want to see them on a song together, and I know it's not gonna happen now. Mm-mm. But it a hundred percent will though. But it will. I thought both of them looked good. Mm-hmm. Nikki looked good with that wet blondie. I love the wet thing she's doing now. Right, with that wet hair. hair. So um, that was it. Like cheetah. Mm-hmm. It was like cheetah something. Or was it yellow highlighter yellow? Was it? Or maybe I'm talking about a different event. <laughs> She had on that wet, that short, like shoulder length, blonde, wet looking vibe. And then didn't she have on like a that cheetah print? Yes, her dress was cheetah. Her dress was cheetah. I was like, my hair was highlighter, but yes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. She looks really sexy. She looked good. Mm. And that's a whole other side thing. I loved Cardi's outfit, but Dolce and Gabbana are very problematic in things. Yeah, they want to dress Melania, and they don't think gay should be able to get married, even though they're gay. And you know, foolishness. Mm-hmm. Chasing threads. So, what we're gonna do this week in particular, we're gonna be looking at Serena Williams, and we're gonna break down someone or something or a topic. Something fashion-related that we really want to unravel it a little bit and look at the nuance and talk about why it is the way it is and why it's important to us. And if it's a person, why we love them so much. So this week, it's going to be Serena. Serena motherfucking Williams. (laughs) I cannot stop thinking about her. She's all I think about this entire week because of she's in the news She's a mom. She's beautiful. Her husband's hot. He's the fa- like everything about her is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I wish she would do reality TV because I, I love everything about her. Everything. Mm. Yeah, I think they. I think certain people should be mysteries, and I think she's one of them. Yeah, 
I, th- I definitely do. Um, so let's talk about the history of fashion in tennis, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So tennis became an Olympic sport in 1896, but the first women's tournament wasn't held until the next Summer Olympics in 1900. Though it was dropped as a sport in 1924 and didn't return until 1988, so there was a pause. Women's tennis, women's tennis in particular, or all tennis, tennis period. Okay. Due to conflicts between the international laws of tennis association and the Olympic Committee, in the 1900s, women from four different nations competed in tennis. The first female gold medalist tennis player was Charlotte Cooper of Great Britain who was also a former Wimbledon champion. Tennis began to look a little bit different. At first, they were wearing like long skirts and corsets. Mm-hmm. Now imagine <laughs> playing motherfucking tennis. <laughs> kind of swoop and doop and swerve in those long ass skirts. <laughs> and long skirts, <laughs> petticoats, <laughs> and corsets. <laughs> but... <laughs> But as we know, when it comes to females in sports, or sports with females in general, mm-hmm. and how patriarchy is set up, mm-hmm. <laughs> the clothes get a little bit more and more non-existent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the clothing began to be a little bit less restrictive in like 1922. Um. And it started as as time went on, of course, we went into the tennis skirts mm-hmm. and it just got more legs out yeah. because, you know, they didn't really take it seriously until recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, since they didn't they didn't bring it back until 1988. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think it's really interesting that that Serena Williams is having all of these issues around her fashion yeah. because she has been breaking fashion rules in regards to um, tennis since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So her first um, her first debut was in 1988. She was a little black girl, and she had beads in her hair. Classic little black girl beads. Something that was authentically hood and authentically black to a space mm-hmm. that was really 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 privileged and white mm-hmm. we know that tennis prior even now, even now yeah. it's really privileged and white so she's coming into this space as a black girl dominating with beads mm-hmm. old school little black girl beads <laughs> so i really really love that so she was all always breaking the rules and just a side note one time in 1999 venus got lost a game because her her um venus williams is her sister and they Mm -hmm. came in the game together um lost a game because her beads fell out and went all over the court oh my god Uh uh-huh she lost a game because of that in 1999 so that's just a side note i actually Um, forgot until you're talking about this how cute like now i remember that gorgeous they were and nobody looked like that Mm -mm. nobody looked like them Uh girls girls in my school did but not on tv exactly girls in my school did um so Seeing those girls come into the game, being from where they were from, mm-hmm. they were from fucking Compton. Yeah. Tennis players from Compton in this space that's reserved for mm-hmm. the whites. Yes, <laughs> the privileged whites, yeah, not even the exactly. the um, not white trash like me. Not, not white <laughs> trash, not those girls. I've never played tennis. Right, I've I've been on the court and we'll do something, but it wouldn't. <laughs> we we didn't. We, my apartment complex always had a tennis. Thing, but mm. nobody had rackets. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> know we had the ball. We could go buy the ball from somebody. We had. We, we used to go to a park and would play, but we did what we didn't have was the stamina to actually play a full game. So we would serve <laughs> one little hit and then stop. <laughs> when she came in, people would be booing her. People would be just being racist as fuck. We yeah. know that it's rooted in racism. Oh, yeah. um, so she's always been fashionable. Her fashion has always been controversial. It's always been something that she, just because I'm a black girl coming in this space, I'm going to be, there's going to be some type of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. So what's happening now in regards to her cat suit 
you know, it's not surprising. And what happened in regards to this last, um, you a French was a French Open, mm-hmm. yeah, French Open. But what's also interesting too is back then she was being uniquely and honestly herself, right? And that's exactly what she's doing now in her fashion, right? Like nothing exactly. has changed. So. The first African-American player to break into tennis was Althea Gibson. She became the first person of color to win a Grand Slam when she won the French Open in 1956. It was a time when the United States still had segregated drinking fountains, Mm -hmm. making her success in this all-white world of tennis all the more remarkable. So... This is how important this is. This is how, you know, a girl from Compton (laughs) can come in because somebody has already set Mm -hmm. the stage and I can come in and wear this out. Mm -hmm. Especially in light of what she said this week where she's like, you know, somebody already broke down the racial barrier. Oh, I love that so much. Now it's me taking this heat Mm -hmm. and taking this BS so somebody can come in and not deal with this sexist bullshit that we're dealing with right now. When I look at her, when I look at her fashion through the years, um, it was kind of simple. It was childlike in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then as she got older, it started to be a little bit more sexy. Mm -hmm. Like I remember in um, 2002, she wore a Puma black black cat suit. Speaking of thinking about cat suit. She loves a nasty cat suit. (laughs) My favorite. And one of she was quoted saying that if you don't have a decent shape, this isn't the outfit to have. But we all know (laughs) (laughs) that Mother Serena is Mother Body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? It looks good too. Yes, it looks good. That's a blonde hair. Uh huh. She went from the bees to the braids to a weave, um, in in the hair department. Then she just started to be more feminine. Um, started to be more colorful. And I, I remember one time in 2004, she had like leather studded. It was studded leather and some boots on. She just has always um, on the court, always had a nice sense of fashion, especially it was it was movable. Of course, she needs to, to mm-hmm. be dominating the game. She has to be able to play in it. Um, but it's always on at work. It's always been something. Yeah. Um, you know, something groundbreaking in that space. Mm-hmm. Off the court, one of the most memorable moments for me was in 2011 at the ESPY Awards. She wore this pink um, oh, okay. dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she most people hadn't seen her body outside of yeah. the tennis clothes, even, you know, and most of the time when people are talking about her body um, in the tennis world they were kind of on some negative shit she's so strong Mm -hmm. she's so muscular she's so masculine Masculine. and she must be doing drugs that's why she's one of the most tested athletes Mm -hmm. in she is the most tested athlete in this in this arena and because they didn't understand how this woman could be dominating this without um doing drugs but sorry she's just amazing she's just just a fucking tennis god and she's kicking ass even kicking bitches ass who are doing drugs yeah I saw this tweet. It was was it Maria Sharapova? Yeah, I think was doing these like Russian super drugs to try to uh-huh. beat her, and they were like, and they said s- this bitch tried to turn into um, Winter Soldier and still <laughs> still lost. <laughs> still be Serena. I was like, you could, just, mm, still lost. Live. And at, at the SB, the 2000, uh, 2011 SVs, she was giving us for full beat to full I mean, like, beat painted hair. <laughs> them cakes was looking like Sit hams, <laughs> like butterball hams in that pink skirt. That to me, that's I. It was like, damn, she came on the stage and it was like, good god, the everything just blew up. <laughs> Everybody with that picture was the show in plunging neckline. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Tits out. Everything. <laughs> oh, come on, Serena. Y'all want to call me man? Let me give you this. Let me show you how much Look at these not titties. of a <laughs> right. Show how much not of a man, baby body. Oh, <laughs> so I wanted to kind of talk about that and talk about how, um, you know, the history, how she's just taking the torch and moving it forward. Mm-hmm. And we all know the intersection of oppression that black women deal with in oh, yeah. regards to um, racism and patriarchy and all of that coming in together and how she's just moving forward. Yeah. And also what's been interesting about this week is seeing the people who 
did come before her. The Billie Jean Kings, is that her name? Mm -hmm. Her. Um, all the people who are saying she is the greatest tennis, play tennis player of all time. Like, all. even with everything that we did, we don't even compare to her anymore. And what y'all are doing to her, she's not going to let it continue anymore. We mm -hmm. let it continue because the system was not set up to where we could say anything, mm -hmm. but she's not going to let it happen anymore. And we're all here to support it. And yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Like the support that she's had has been, I don't want to say shocking because we are in this like me too era of women standing up for women, which is amazing. But I feel like Serena has, she has constantly been, I mean, she's the greatest athlete of all time Absolutely. of all time. And I don't feel like she's ever received her due. Mm. from her industry and certainly from people outside of the industry. But that goes Until along recently. with um, black womanhood. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's yeah, the yeah. constant battle and constant not getting your just due until mm -hmm. you're dead. And then, <laughs> you know, then, then they're praising you. Mm -hmm. Look at a uh, total off topic, but um, mm -hmm. Cicely Tyson just now at 90, 93 getting an honorary Oscar. And she's been acting for what? Eight years. 75 years? Years. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> she had to get to 93? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, what did you want to talk about, Serena? So in kind of wrapping that up and talking about where she's been and where she is now, that's all kind of culminated this past week, or really this past these past couple of months, in her returning to tennis after having her baby and becoming a mother. Mm -hmm. um, so a little background on that. When she got pregnant, as we know, she's married. Are they married? Yeah, they got married. Yeah, they got married. She's beautiful married. wedding. Mm -hmm. Did you see that dress? Man. Let me read. Let me. I think I did. It was gorgeous. It was, That dress was beautiful. I keep thinking like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't it like Sweetheart mm -hmm. Cut? Sweetheart, Princess Fantasy. She's mm -hmm. got a little K. Looking like Tiana. As strong as Tiana. <laughs> but Tiana. <laughs> 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 Venus looked gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So after she met Alexi, is that his name? The Reddit guy? Uh-huh. Um, and got pregnant. She So tennis is, the interesting thing, thing about these past couple of months is it's really shown exactly how sexist and racist the tennis federation still is in 2018 right so part one of that is they still view there's a rule that views childhood and child childbirth excuse me as an injury to a player so last year serena as always was number one when she went away to have um her baby she was ranked when she came back, they ranked her 453rd in the world because it was considered an injury to have a baby. What? Yeah. That is still on the current rule books. For a woman, that's considered a player's injury to give birth if to a child. get the fuck up out of here. I, can you believe that? <laughs> so what? Serena Williams, 453rd in the world for okay. having a baby. Okay, okay, so that's number one. Also, her pregnancy and childbirth experience itself was really hard on her. Right. So I she watched the documentary. To, I haven't seen the documentary yet. Yeah. I didn't know about the documentary until I was doing this research, mm -hmm. but I will be watching it tonight. So she had to have an emergency C-section. And then, so she has her entire adult life, I think, and maybe even into her teens, has always taken blood thinners because mm -hmm. she is prone to blood clots. Well, when you have a C-section, she had to stop taking those medicine medications for to thin her blood. So I think they said it was six hours after or within 48 hours of her having her baby, her blood started clotting mm. and she developed pulmonary embolisms in her lungs. Right. Um, and it was so bad that they, I think she was in the ICU. I mean, it was, let's see, emergency C-section. Um, and then the recovery, she had to stop taking her medication and she started immediately developing blood clots in her lungs blah, 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 while she was still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So then because of, the blood clots were so bad in her lungs and she mm -hmm. was coughing. Her C-section wound reopened from her coughing. So they finally get all that done. She leaves the hospital and then has extreme postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Because can you imagine being like, I'm sure being coming a mother is beautiful and great, but she is still the greatest athlete of all time. And now she's laid up in a bed, 453rd in the world from having mm -hmm. a baby mm -hmm. and her whole life has changed. And I read a quote and she was like, no one tells you what it's like when you're sitting home alone and you get angry that the baby's crying and mm. you're just tired all the time. So all that happened. Mm -hmm. 
So when she finally comes back, 453rd in the world, she has on her cat suit. Right. She's rocking another cat suit. That's inspired by Black Panther. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. So that's the pan- the cat suit was not just about let me look a little bit different. Right. Because currently all the tennis girls are wearing cute little bright pinks and blues and greens. They're still doing the skirts. Mm-hmm. Still nobody's doing what Serena's doing. But Serena is not doing it to be different. She's doing it because, A, it was symbolic. She gave a quote that said, all the moms out there that had a tough pregnancy and have to come back and try to be fierce in the middle of everything, that's what this represents. Mm -hmm. Because it's black from head to toe, and in the very middle of the abdomen, there's this red stripe, just a graphic red stripe that goes right across, Um, which is, like, iconic and amazing. And then she said, you can't beat a cat suit, right? Right. Mm, wrapped it up. That's been what I've been wearing. <laughs> I've been wearing cat suits. So, so why are y'all surprised? Why are y'all so gagging? And why are you gagging so? Not only <laughs> is it symbolic, and I'm serving you intergenerational suffering and heartache in a fashion moment. Mm-hmm. Also, it is literally keeping her, helping to keep her alive. The suit was specifically designed by Nike, Nike excuse me, to keep the blood flowing. Shout out to Nike. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're doing that. They're doing everything this week. Um, even though they just now getting on board, they had some bullshit. But d- okay. when Mike Brown died, oh yeah, yeah, they stood with the police. The motherfuckers ain't shit. They would, but I, I give people. But they're not people. Corporations are not fucking mm. people. Let me stop saying that. Corporations are not people. <laughs> but that is our stance <laughs> in this household. <laughs> so, um, but I had read at one point, and I didn't fact check it because who has time for that? But uh-huh. that they have been actually paying Cap this whole time. So, like, they've been on his side and they've been privately and silently paying him and waiting for this moment to kind of jump out and be like, Ta-da. I don't know. I know they, when, when the Mike Brown thing happened, they were standing with police. And Nike has donated to more Republican campaigns and candidates than they have for Democratic ones. So, nah, thing shit. Mm-hmm. And so, I just like with people, um, I like to give corporations a chance to evolve. Yep. And so, y'all on the right side of history, even though it might be monetarily driven. I was going to say, but at least normal people, it comes from heart. I feel like, and I hate that we're trashing Nike because they're really doing it, but... Are you doing it because you mean it? Or are you doing it to get in our pockets? Uh, we can we choose to give them the money. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of them, though, with their mm-hmm. ad and talking about her with her braids, did you mm-hmm. see the ad they did where they had filmed with Serena when she was a little girl training with her dad, mm-hmm. and they interlaced it between scenes of her now playing? Uh-huh. Yeah. I cried the whole time I watched Loved it. It. <laughs> it was just amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the the suit was designed by them specifically to help her blood flow quicker so the blood wouldn't clot. So it's symbolic, she looks amazing, and it's helping save her life. Mm-hmm. And b- culturally however, relevant. Yes. Black Panther. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. <laughs> but the president of the French Open, Bernard Guidicelli, decided to ban it and the reason was that he said that it was disrespect- disrespectful to the game. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm lost. I'm, so I'm a couple of things. Number one, and this goes into a little bit of a sexist territory, but her pantsuit, her pantsuit covers more of her skin than what some of the other people are wearing. Mm-hmm. So if we want to go down that road of disrespecting, what are we doing? Wow. So she's disrespecting it because she's a woman with curves. Is that what's disrespectful? Is it disrespectful because she's a black woman with curves who Mm -hmm. then taking this week into into note dares to speak out when she's been wronged? Mm -hmm. Is that why it's disrespectful? Do you just bitch? You was mad because Black Panther was (laughs) popping and, you know, these niggas is out here happy. <laughs> and you not about to, you not about to bring that here because we you know the French is notorious for being racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um mm-hmm. you not about to bring that Black Panther shit on my court. <laughs> <laughs> you not about to bring it on my court. Let me mm-hmm. let me say something. No, what kind of here? No, what kind of here? This is this is why are we went to Asia. <laughs> I was like, what are we trying to? Where's, where's this going? <laughs> What does no, we like? went from we probably. No. Be, oh, <laughs> I can't even try to do it. 
<laughs> no, no Wakanda here. This is the French. Yeah, that's better. Oui, oui, yeah. <laughs> With the croissant, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, we will have all the croissants, but no casus. <laughs> no casus. No casus. <laughs> I thought it was crazy that she has continuously and made it look effortlessly that she is always breaking barriers and always making a statement while mm-hmm. always being true to herself. Right. And people can't truly just can't take it. Like, and, a it yes. and a class act. And a class act. Look at, I don't know. I probably would have been popping off on that court. That mm-hmm. shady shit. Yeah. And she was popping off. Well, and even when this happened, when he banned it, she released a statement saying, you know, I thought that they would have made accommodations for me because it was medical, but I'm not asking them to, and they have every single right to do whatever they want to do. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. She was like, they have every right to do what they want to do, and I respect him. He's an amazing president, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't have had that grace to be able to say that mm-hmm. at all. But she's had, she's had a lot of practice to be graceful. That's true. As a person, mm-hmm. and all the things that she has gone through yeah. throughout her career, yeah. um, you know, and even in this thing that happened this week when she lost the uh, lost the open because of the violations mm-hmm. with the umpire, um, you know, even in that situation, she said right in the beginning of the when the conflict started to happen, she says every time I come here, yeah, this is what you know, y'all some of this some. Mm-hmm. Fuck boy shit. Like, yo, like, what's up? Now, has she herself ever vocalized these motherfuckers are racist? No. Not I didn't that think I know so. Of. Not that I was found either. Not that I not Which that is, I heard. can you imagine? Like, like I was saying the other day, like, can you imagine the pressure that she must constantly feel to walk around being who she is, mm-hmm. knowing what people feel about her because of her skin color. Right. And knowing that if she dares to call it out, how much worse it would get. Like, this is just... I can't reach my dreams. Yeah. Like, I gotta play this game. Mm-hmm. But that's, once again... Just being a black woman. Just being a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna pretend like I care about Dennis, because I do not. Mm-hmm. I care... Well, I care about Serena. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I care about Maria Sharapova is because she dated Enrique Iglesias. Or I think they still date, and he is literally the most beautiful man I've ever laid my eyes on. Those are the only two things I care about in tennis. Okay. But this band, like I said, really illustrates the sexism and the racism microaggressions that are rampant in the quote unquote conservative atmosphere of the pressure of professional tennis at best. Mm-hmm. At worst, it's really unethical for him to ban her cat suit because he knows that it's life-saving like take everything take the symbolic stuff out of it she can't because it's part of her and part of who she is right but he just strictly from a medical standpoint mm-hmm. it's saving it's helping save her life and it's unethical for you to ban that particularly when you are doing it for for what is right. disrespectful like what does that even mean that doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything and it's just it it's policing women's bodies in their workplace, because this is Serena's job. This is what she does every day. But also, in in the in a historical context, when it comes to medical, black women, oh, they have a history mm-hmm. of ignoring their ailments. Even when she was in the hospital with her baby, she had to say, yes. "Hey, something's mm-hmm. something's wrong." She and had, I need she to told them the- exactly what she needed and what was wrong, and they were like, "No, let us just give you a scan." Listen. They did the scan, and they're like, "Everything's fine." And she was like, "I'm telling you what I need." They were like, "Oh yeah, you were right." Mm-hmm. So and and so, so and then think about that. Like I've created this cat suit. Now I'm fo- I'm I'm competing. I'm following mm-hmm. my dream. I'm trying to be a champion. I'm doing what I love to do. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that in order for me to continue to compete, I have to be, I have to take my cat suit off that is medically important to me. Mm-hmm. And she still made the decision to go ahead. All right, I'll take, even though this helps me not get blood yeah. clots, <laughs> I'll go get something else, get this pretty tutu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still love the tutu. I still love the it's tutu, cute. right? <laughs> and I got to get this tutu. It may not help me. But I'm trying to get this championship. Mm-hmm. And so, then all of this, the catsuit nonsense happened in May. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, fast forward to what is it, first week of September? And now they're attacking her on speaking up when 
I mean, she can't catch a break. Right. And it's exhausting. I just, I love her and I don't want to hear any slander about LeBron or anybody else being the greatest athlete of all time because Serena Williams is the greatest athlete to ever walk God's green earth. And we are blessed to be here when she is. Absolutely. Chasing so this segment is called fresh off the loom and it is when we analyze something that's hot in these here streets and so the topic that we want to talk about since we hit on nikki earlier we're going to talk about her new video because it is stunningly gorgeous she's everywhere right now so we might as well just go ahead and talk Uh about it Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) so the video, the music video is called Barbie Dreams. It is from her new album, number two. <laughs> no, you didn't have to do her like that. It was number two on the charts. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I love the album. And I thought this video was stunning. I, so. It was colorful. It was colorful. It was graphic in a way that it like caught your attention, strikingly. Mm -hmm. I just, I I liked all the colors. I thought every hairstyle she had was laid, Mm -hmm. cute. I loved everything she did. What was your favorite outfit that she had of all of them? My favorite was the Rasta hair and the, um, like chartreuse yellow neon yellow thing raincoat thing Mm -hmm. i I thought that was fucking gorgeous i thought that That was my favorite yeah it's this like so it's called upt fabric it's like a polyurethane Uh and it is her body looks good it's the color looks amazing on her skin her hair Mm -hmm. is cute I just it's such Tokyo a good is slaying her hair. I remember yeah. her wigs was horrible <laughs> early in her early career when she was, you know, kind of doing that clown little yeah. clown little stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I understood she's just trying to, you mm-hmm. know, Gaga was doing that shit. I was just about to say she was following Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. But, fame. Yeah. So and you know, and then I, I just didn't live. But now her wig game is on point. Mm-hmm. Tokyo styles is wearing her hair out. Um well, he's wearing a lot of people's hair out. Yeah, was, I yeah, see him all the time. Tokyo is and there out. was somebody. I'll have to fact just fact. I will have to fact check this later. But she was on Instagram the other day giving some like guy who had been in her comments all these years, being like, "Let me do your hair. Let me do." She had like reached out to them, and one of these looks I think was styled by him because I remember okay. him posting something being like, "I finally reached my dream. Like, can you guys believe it?" And that's the type of stuff I do like about Nikki is I feel like she does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that she doesn't always yell about that I do like a lot. true i even um i remember she, when she was gonna um pick up um t.s madison and what's your college um queen's court, uh, queen's court yeah um she was gonna pick it up now i don't know where it's going now but she had she, madison on her show this past week right mm-hmm. and corrected somebody for misgendering her. her yeah so um we stand you know she wore it out She's, <laughs> she she definitely um she got she said some problematic shit too but yeah, you know, but she does do some do the right thing a lot of times. Um, I loved the, I, of course, I loved the Muffets. Yeah, the Muffet cute. looking like All the, the references rappers were really cute. I yeah, really cute. I love that. Um, this little I love the unicorn hair. Bustier was Ooh, so yes, with the cute. green hair. Mm-hmm. It like framed her perfectly. I love the two tone denim. Like it just mm-hmm. looks so cute. But yeah, overall, I think my favorite look was the Rasta hair, that was Rasta color hair, and then that. So. What I thought was interesting mm-hmm. was this one. Where yes, with the really yellow so hair. So she has this highlighter yellow hair. Mm-hmm. She has some padded sleeves that are checkered um, red and black, and then a white and black patterned shirt. Now, if we mosey on over to um, Invasion of Privacy... <laughs> The cover of the album, exact same color hair, and that same silhouette, checker and checkers. Thing. Yeah. Do what do you think? And also, I I got, I didn't get that reference, but you know, in Cardi's first Bodak Yellow, she had on that raincoat looking outfit. Let me. Do you see remember that white one? Oh, yes. Okay. And so I saw a lot of references Ooh. where I was like, hold on. So but, do you think she was 
do you think she was referencing or do no. you think we're reading into it? No, I think we're reading into it. I think there's, you know, there's going to be a, because of how fashion is right now, oh, yeah, that specific sure. type of fabric, mm-hmm. that specific, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's on purpose, mm-hmm. but I have to say that even, even in the references that when, when people were saying that she was jocking off of Kim, yeah. at the end of the day, every time, if there's a look that people say she's, copying mm-hmm. to me it's always slaying their their look oh you think she's doing it better <laughs> she's doing it better <laughs> like even in this raincoat look you look fucking sickening yeah i, I like thought she did it. cardi looked ridiculous i like the song yeah but the fashion that fucking arabian shit <laughs> It was it was just not for I didn't like the fashion in the um But I think Nikki can also have some misses though. Like her which I haven't listened to the song because mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Six by nine, whatever his name is. Six nine. Takashi. Takashi. Some shit. We don't support him, so I have not listened to the song. Because he's a pedophile. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. you. But it, that's the top, That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But her visuals and kind of look for that whole video, I hated. Like, she was very... That pink hair. Yeah. Mm-mm. I feel like she was mirroring a lot of his stuff, and he already looks a damn fool. So I just was not <laughs> interested. And this was, I loved this. The video yeah, was really this cute. was gorgeous. I love the, even the up close. I love the playful jiggling of the ass. Mm-hmm. I love the, um, when she gets it right, she gets it right. Yeah, when she gets it right, she gets mm-hmm. it right. Yeah. Did you like the, um, the unicorn hair? It's not in my notes. Okay. So <laughs> <like> <laughs> my notes say. My I notes did say, like the unicorn hair. I have yellow fur. Yes. Orange fur. Yes. Love the hair. Love the wet hair look. I said strong Cardi vibes in the checker look. I die for the denim and screaming all screaming for the lime green trench. That trench yeah, is everything. That is everything. I love it. So. I'm going to give this video, the fashion in this video, a one. I feel a plus. I feel like it is beautiful. She looks beautiful. Her makeup, sometimes her makeup, it don't do it for me. Mm -hmm. But this particular, um, this particular video, it was on point. So whoever did her makeup and did her hair and fashioned it and styled it, I loved it. Yeah, I'm going to give her a 10s. I liked it. It was cute. So what's fresh off the loom for you this week? So there were two people that I saw that, as soon as I saw the pictures from them at the event, I was like, my jaw dropped. Mm-hmm. The first one was Gaga. Um, she has been in Toronto and in Venice promoting her new Bradley Cooper directed film, A Star is Born. I have no interest in seeing it except for that she's in it. But every look she is serving is like iconic. There was one point where she, in Venice, she showed up on a boat, her legs tipped over the side in a custom Mugler black bustier dress. Mm. Looking, Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, she looked. I seen her in that white blouse and that. Um, that one was good too. Gosh, she was gorgeous. She's giving you drama. Oh yeah, everything. She looks yeah. so good. Okay, but the one that I was like stunned by was it was at the Venice Film Festival. Um, it's this giant feathered gown, and it's like this blush pink color. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks like she's straight out of a fairy tale. It's Valentino Couture. It's called the Flamingo Dress, which you know I have a thing for Flamingo. Yeah, it's the one on my arm. Um, <laughs> it's organza, and it's all or, it's organza, and it's all embroidered tears of these blush feathers. And like, look at, oh, can you believe? Stunning, just gorgeous. Yeah. The best color on her skin, movement, yes. drama, everything. And then the other, I would one, love to see it moving. I know. It's, and she knows how to do everything. Like she's such a stunt queen that uh-huh. everything she does is just like, yeah, you need to look up some videos. Um, and then the other one was Bella Hadid, the other Hadid, not Gigi, which I prefer Bella because she's got the dark features and the dark hair, mm-hmm. and she looks like she'll kind of stab you a little bit. I like big head, big eyes, girls. So she got a big old bobble head, uh, not as big as Gigi. Yeah, that's true. Gigi got that's big old, true. big old eyes and big old bobble head. I also think Bella probably has a better personality because she snagged the weekend. And mm-hmm. Be- Gigi was with Zane. What's he got? Oh, no. Don't want it. <laughs> anyway, she was in this um, skin toned. Can't. Uh, she was in this skin tone catsuit. We're talking mm-hmm. about catsuits all week. They're on hot off the press, hot off the limbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's bustier, like boned around her um, 
bodice and then it's just see-through sheer leggings with a high-waisted panty mm. giving you like 90s cindy crawford cindy crawford yes, looks beautiful christy tarlington and it's custom mugler so mm. she's living every fantasy i ever had when i was 12 <laughs> years old and wrapping my mom's <laughs> curtains around myself <laughs> Oh, she does look gorgeous. Um, what about for, you? Anybody? For me, um, I think the most interesting thing that I saw this week, I haven't been really, other than the Nicki Minaj video, mm-hmm. which we already talked about, yep. was the groundbreaking fashion show featuring all trans mar- models. Yes. Marco Marco did mm-hmm. a, a amazing job with getting the who's who in the trans community to come out and do... New York Fashion Week yeah. and do an all trans model show. Who really, really wore it out for me is my girl. She's a friend of our show. Well, she's a friend of mine, been following me for years, <laughs> and I love her. She's amazing. She's the Trinity. She is realness, <laughs> face, and body. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Trace Lissette, um, also better known from Transparent. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in the community, you know her from the ball scene um, as a Ms. Rahi, Ms. Miza. Um, you know, she's she looked fucking amazing tipping down that runway. Her body is just... Uh, she, said her, she said something. She tweeted something about, I never thought I'd be, get to be a model with my measurements of, like, some outrageous uh-huh. measurements. And I was like, bitch, you better humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> you better give it to them. <laughs> but she, everybody looked amazing. Um, Dominique Jackson from Pose was on it. Um, Laith Ashley. Um, God, the who's who of... The Angelica trans Ross, community, Angelica Ross, Carmen Carrera, just so many people were on it, and you and know. they had trans men, which I actually really like too. Normally, it's they've always got a Carmen Carrera popping. Yeah, they in always now. got a you know Amanda Lepore dumping <laughs> on the runway. Um, we stand you know, for her too, though. We love you know that's what we we love the girls, but mm-hmm. it give the guys some shine too, yeah. and we love um, that they showed the trans men and all the binaries too. It wasn't just. Um, you know, trans men, there was some gender non-conforming people yep. on there as well. So I thought that was amazing, but I just had to shout out um, Trace because that is my girl and I love her. She we is see just, you, girl. We see you. <laughs> well, I think we did a show. I think that was it. I think that was it. Thank you guys for listening to Chasing Threads. We are so excited to do this. Um, we haven't decided if this is going to be monthly or bi-weekly. Um, it's kind of just based on our schedule, so don't mm-hmm. get comfortable. But you can tweet us and tell us how often you want to hear it. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we'll do it some more. Um, so hashtag chasing threads, mm-hmm. and that's threads plural, threads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and tell us what you think about the first show. All right. Yeah, we'll see y'all there. See ya. Bye bye. Chasing threads.